All right, John, I, John I, need, I need you to sell something for us here. Okay. So, I've been selling a bunch of stuff on Marketplace, you know, moving out. So there's this chair that Dylan used to have with his roommate in Philly, just like the old friends, you know, with Chandler and, uh, and Joey. Go ahead, Dylan. Why don't you set it up? Because it's your thing. I'll, I'll plead my case after. Go ahead. <laughs> he's making the face like he's like, he's like, no, you're fucking wrong. You're wrong. Great you're start. Wrong. I mean, we've all been on this podcast long enough. Nick doesn't know how to tell a story, and I'm expecting him to butcher this, so like, this needs to be said properly. <laughs> okay. When I was young and finding my way in the world, I bought two recliners, as yep. any young male adult is, tends to do. These recliners were electric, and they have a USB on the side, so you could charge your phone and then just hit a button and lean back. It was glorious. Um, Little did I know when I was younger that it's a lot cheaper to live in Philly than it is to live uh, in the New York City area, as well as the space that you get for said money. So when I moved out of Philly and up north... um, I had a little trouble fitting both of the recliners in my apartment. Made it work the first time, made it work the second time. Uh, Then I moved in with my wife, and she's not a recliner fan. So I knew we needed to hold on to them until we end up getting a house at some point. And Nick needed some, you know, a better recliner, in my opinion, in his apartment. And I said, hey... Can you hold on to one because I can only fit one in the apartment slash allowed to keep one right now until I can use it at a later date. So Nick has been looking after it over the past, what, two years maybe? Since December of 2020. Three years. And um, he is now moving. So he can't hold on to it anymore. So he went full boomer and put it on Facebook Marketplace found someone and sold it to them he also sold it and put it at a price without consulting me i think we could have gone more because he didn't highlight the best feature about it um but oh, anyway it was, it was he, highlighted in the conversation don't worry anyway he he sold it and now because he sold it he's trying to take 50 percent of the money which to me is blasphemy i'm not saying he shouldn't get any money but he doesn't just get 50 percent of it Nick, you're not gonna like my answer here. I think that. Well, can, that can, was, I, can, can, was, I, can, can I? Can I? Can I? He he hasn't. He didn't purchase it. He got a chair for free for I three years. That's comfortable case? as hell. Hang on. I'm sorry. This is America, isn't it? Don't I get self? Don't I get a chance to defend myself? Sure. Very simple. Is one. Dylan doesn't know the hardship it was moving that thing up to the second floor solo. And the physical pain it literally caused me. I could have taken you to small claims court Did, to pay for my. Uh, going to physical therapy for my back after that. Did you know that the back comes off so you could split into two pieces and carry it? Uh, yeah, I did. And when we tried <laughs> to move it out of your apartment, we couldn't do it. Because it's a little jacked. Semantics. Anyway, two, had it for three years. Your now wife said, that is never coming back into my house. So you were never getting it back. She, on multiple occasions, just in her Snapchat, saying... Just sold it. She goes, outstanding. Well, joke's on you. We don't live in a house and don't have a house, so that's completely fine. Because your words, not mine, hold this for me till I get a house and more space for this. Correct, which will end up happening, but now I can't because you've robbed <laughs> so, me of that. I'm so sorry. I consulted you. We, we this, is worse this, than, this is worse than when you told me Santa Claus wasn't real. We, we, uh, that is true. That's, that's, that's 
well, that's a true story. It, it, but, in know. in my opinion, your best defense is the uh, Alex Tucker defense here. Like, I mean, she's gonna have the ultimate word anyway. But I could have said no, even, Dylan. I don't I even just... want to know the numbers. I think that it, it's. I, I think it's a little a little snaky to want any of the money. You 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 did a task that he did not ask you to do. Uh, Dylan, you, you don't realize that you got three years of hope out of this, brother. Because when you moved in with Alex, she wanted it gone. The fact that you got to even have the idea of hope for three I'm years is I'm in sales. I could have pitched her to keep it. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> how's that How's that going for you so far? Well, I don't have a chance. You robbed me of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, we, we consulted on this. I told you I'm selling it. And you said, fine, let's split it. So I think we each get 25 bucks. That's what we're arguing over. He's buying me seven beers next weekend. That's what I've All determined. Right. Love <laughs> it. That's that's a good end place. <laughs> Damn, 50 bucks? How much did it cost originally? Um, For each one, I don't know, probably like 200, 225. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I found my I found my bill from Raymore and Flanagan. All my furniture, I spent like nineteen hundred dollars on, and I'm selling this shit for fucking forty dollars just to get rid of it and make any yeah. money. Fur- furniture, unless you buy like really actually nice shit, which is super expensive, it just to get it out of the house is yeah. such and, a pain. And telling them you come to my house and pick it up. Yeah, that's <laughs> the worst. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Um, all right, Naft Podcast, episode 173. Um, myself it's dylan it's nick we got the tucker brothers in the house uh first things first before we pick our next member of u.s soccer media to disparage and get on our podcast um we're all going to be in philly next week for the premier league weekend whatever extravaganza tour um that is going to be in i believe philly atlanta uh, New York. Oddly enough, we're not going to the New York one. We're tra- traveling down uh, 95 to Philly. Um, we're seeing Brighton, Chelsea. We're seeing... I can't believe I'm going to attempt to figure out the other games. I believe it's Newcastle, Villa, and then Fulham. Bees. And... Yeah, Brentford. So, honestly, we got really lucky with who came over in this tour. They're, they're all pretty interesting teams. Um, but we're going to be out there. We're... Gonna have mini microphones. Gonna be recording uh, some questions that we're asking people, and then next week, hopefully, depending on how quickly I can edit it, uh, we'll be on the pod. We'll be on the YouTube. We'll be on the social medias. Um, I'm sure people are not uh, over saturated with the content that we push, pushed out last week, um, but keep that in mind and look for it as well. Are you guys pumped? Yeah, can I, I'm I'm very excited. I a lot of enthusiasm. Not, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I can't see Dylan's facial yeah. reactions, you know, in that in that Instagram filter he's got going on right now. 
Yeah, I will say this: the the viewing situation on Dylan right now is actually the direct opposite of Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, uh, for anyone that knows that, has like that very odd filter going <laughs> that you can see every pore in her face. And Dylan, you're you're like trying to. Sh- I'm I'm doing the inform I'm us. doing the informant look tonight because yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how to get the lighting in the new apartment <laughs> figured out. So it is we'll what it there. is. It's, it's preseason. You're figuring out the kinks right now, dude. Yeah, I'll say I have a month to get this all sorted. Um, yeah. I'm just like everyone else who's coming to America for, for these preseason I, games. I do like the informant setup, though, where if we really start like pissing you off and you have to start questioning uh, Nick, most likely, you just move your head and the bright light is going to take us out a little bit, and then we'll, <laughs> we'll go from there. I'll, uh, move, I'll, move, I'll, the- I'll move so you can see the light when I actually want to talk. Make it easier <laughs> that way. <laughs> I think go. the I think the real question is how many what's the over under line on stickers that we throw around that place? Oh, I know. So I don't know if John mentioned this or not. Oh, I don't think he has obviously on the pod. But John's been to Philly, I think, a few times, but has only done like the nice bougie parts of Philly that yeah. some might Those say exist. that actually don't we, exist. Exactly, you're welcome. Teed you up on we've that. Done ins- we've done Instagram brunch Philly. Yeah. So I told John I'm going to bring us. I have a. a a dive bar tour prepared for us leading into the game on Saturday, uh, including this. a stop at John's Roast Pork because they're closed on Sunday, so we need to make sure we get Ooh. that on Saturday. Um, but there are going to be bathrooms galore for us to throw up the stickers oh. and just get people to just start, you know. Love that. Surpassing our uh, Alexi Lawless numbers. I'm breaking my sobriety for next week. Uh, I'm obviously, not obviously, I don't think I mentioned this at all, but I have to run the, have to run is a different way I'd describe it actually. I'm running the New York Marathon and I had to get my first couple weeks of training in solid. So I haven't drank in three, four weeks or so. Um, so the first, first beer is going to taste pretty good. I'm not going to lie. He'll, he'll do one. He'll I, do one. I, I'm just, I'm just going to leave you with this because Nick knows the fact that you've been sober then for three or four weeks, and then you're gonna have a beer, and we're gonna take you to Xfinity. It, I'm very excited to see you ride the oh, ball. Oh yeah, just get yeah, prepared. <laughs> you are gonna be in an Xfinity. Not being a Philly sports fan, Xfinity Live might be one of the cooler pregame, pre-athletic event spots outside of a tailgate with your friends that you could probably go to. And they give candy in the bathroom. And I'm, you can go ride I'm, a mechanic, and you can ride a mechanical bull and beat Michael in it and have bragging rights. I'm uh, just pumped to be able to use my really bad Philly accent and say I'm going to the Xfinity uh, the entire weekend, which I'm sure will get old after a while. Dude, don't don't go too hard on the O's, man. That was too hard on the O's and the vowels there. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll figure out the kinks. Um, let's start the 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 most logical place to start. Um, obviously, everyone that listened to the pod last week knows that we talked to Lexi Lawless. Uh, did we secure a guest on the uh, best of terms of a podcast to be able to do that? Who's to say? Uh, but we did have him. It was a great podcast. I'm sure that everyone who listened last week is also tuning in right now. Um, but Dylan, you didn't get to, to jump on the pod. You didn't get to feel the nervous energy that I think was buzzing all around beforehand. Wanted to get your your thoughts on your listen and, and how you feel like we did and, and where we might have let, let him off the hook a little bit. I thought it was a good showing, to be honest. I expected there to be more body bags by the end of it, and there weren't. <laughs> so I, I think that's just a win for you guys. I think um, 
I appreciate the Jim Curtin shout out. I think that was the highlight sure. for me in it. And I appreciate the NAFTA difference of not speaking a single thing about the upcoming USA game while we had him on <laughs> or bringing up the World Cup for the women too. So, you know, always coming well prepared. But I thought overall yeah. you guys did really well. And I think Nick is fully in love at this point, just liking everything Alexi Lalas. It was one, yeah. one time, guys. I'm just trying to follow up and make sure he doesn't forget us when we want that beer. Nick, Nick is, uh, yeah, Lalas said, I'd rather be doing this in a bar, and Nick took that to heart. He well, was like, well, I'm, I'll be there. I will I'm, man, I'm, I'm a man of the people. I want to hang out and you know, talk soccer with people. I will say the one thing you let him off the hook on is was John. Like, You gave a quick yes to go on his podcast, and then you he, he used some fancy words, and you forgot to ask a second time to confirm that. So I just want to make sure yeah. you, you follow up there. <laughs> Valid. Uh, I did... I did think we were getting somewhere when he just goes, you want to go on? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And then he did finesse me out of me getting to even follow up on it, I feel like. I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of pomp and circumstance about we're the, the difference in American soccer. We need to keep doing what we're doing, yada, yada, yada. I did get enamored by the words, and then I think I just forgot to, to secure the bag, so to speak, on that one. Um, yeah, I, I was disappointed you weren't on there I, I wanted the whole team um but i'm i'm hoping that we'll have more in, intriguing more interesting guests on in the future as well i think it was i think we actually did a pretty good job at interviewing uh and and he did a really he was he gave us so much time it was insane like we asked what time he had to get out of there and he was like i have nothing going on um i think he was just packing for for australia to be totally honest so um cool experience for sure any any last words nick dylan on it i mean yeah it was it was pretty cool man i mean just to get to that experience and i will second that my friends that a couple of friends that do podcasts and a couple of friends that work in media say that we were a pretty solid we did a pretty good job interviewing especially for our first time so you know the old uh, the old snaps to us yeah there you go um speaking of not asking the in studio uh, commentator to talk about the competition that he was in studio for the Gold Cup. Uh, the United States fell to Panama 1-1 in the semis on penalty kicks. Uh, Mexico ended up beating Jamaica, which I think everyone on the pod had a dark horse bet on Jamaica maybe getting to the finals and winning, but they won pretty handily 3-0. I think they had a goal in the first two minutes. And then Mexico took home the Gold Cup with a 1-0 win over Panama. Uh, I believe that was played on Sunday. I'll put my hand up first before I kick it to you guys. I think I might have jinxed the United States. Um, when we broke with Lawless and did our final section, I said, there is no shot we should be losing to Panama. They stink. Uh, I saw Panama play in person. They are not good. Um, but... I think when you, you trot out your C team, we're not an excuses pod. I want to say that first. When you trot out your C, B team out there, I don't know what your expectations should be. So let's start there. Dylan, I'll go to you first since you, you didn't get to be on the last one. What should we be thinking as U.S. men's national team fans after this showing? What, where is your head at? Um, I think it was... Obviously not a success because we want to win everything we're in. However, 
I think it was good to see which players should not come back and which players I think actually, you know, did some things well and should be given a shot still. Um, yeah. And kind of, you know, open the door more for us. I, I think we have a lot of young talent still coming up and open the door for that as opposed to just keep trotting out like some of these same guys that keep may not even make the 20 what 25 man roster when it's all said and done in 26 like i think there it i think basically it was a position battle camp and we got some answers which is a positive um i also want to throw out there just in regards to the game that panama absolutely deserved to win that game too like yeah. we were sleepwalking yeah for sure i think you're you hit it right on the head before i kick it to nick this tournament eliminated people more than it elevated people uh in my mind for sure um one thing i'll say those and it, it it pains me to say this you all know this matt turner is maybe one of the best keepers that is playing right now or the hottest i i hope i don't know what his future needs to be but i hope he gets some time with arsenal this year actually um, or go somewhere where he's going to play a lot more because I think that's going to be key for all these players in the next two years, three years, is they got to play consistently. Nick, what are your thoughts, Gold Cup-wise? Yeah, I mean, i definitely going to blame you for the loss. Uh, I think it's pretty easy. Um, I'm okay to scapegoat like that. But I only got to see the the second half and then an added time. I mean, it was – you have to have some credit to the boys for bouncing back, uh, you know, to put a ball in the back net right away. Granted, it took – a hell of a shin from uh, Ferreira. Ferreira, which begs the question, who shinned it better, him or Rooney? But we'll save that for another another day. But, uh, I mean, it's just it's disappointing because we talked about the depth of – I mean, we really talked about last, last pod with Alexi, the depth of the U.S. that is so great to see. And all these guys want chances. And what does this do long-term for – the current members we have, how much is this really going to push them knowing that, not that they're, you know, they're, they're going to go out and do, do their best, but knowing that there's no one really behind them pushing them for time in 2026. So what does that do? Does that, is it a good thing where, hey, they get comfortable, they really get after it, or can it have a little bit of an adverse effect that there's not? And I'm, I'm all in favor of competition. Uh, yeah. and. So um, a little disappointing in that sense that they couldn't have – not that they should have won or could have won, but pretty disappointing overall run. Because um, I, I, you, I took your word for gospel when you said they sucked. So, you know. Oh, they, they did. They stink. Uh, they did play Mexico pretty well too, though. I think they, they rise to the occasion. Uh, Panama does, that type of team. I, I, I kind of agree. I think the one thing that was glaring is the chasm between our A team or who won the Nations League – and some of these players, it is much bigger than we expected. I, I, I can fully stand by that. Yeah, but, like, I still think we were competitive. Like, it's not like it's a massive drop-off. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I, like I said, I still think there's bright spots. Like, I don't know where you guys stand. I think I love James Sands. Just going to throw it out there from watching the tournament. Mostly because he has yeah. the Brendan Aronson effect and just runs around all over the place doing crazy shit, and I absolutely love it. He's... I'm a hustle guy. Yeah. He definitely, I think if you had to highlight a few people that played well, obviously we got to kind of eat crow here, Michael and myself. Jesus Ferrer did play really, really well. We never said he was a bad player. We just don't think he's as good as Pepe or Balogun, obviously. Uh, I think Sands did play well. 
a lot of what I've been reading and listening to is that I think that he's at his ceiling and he does not crack that midfield. But if he ends up being the last guy on a 25-man roster, I don't think anyone blinks. I think that's. I mean, I think he's a good locker room guy. Probably, that's what you need to. I think the one thing that I'm a little worried about, and Nick, I don't know if you're going to touch on this, but I'll I'll throw it to you afterwards. Like, who backs up Dest? I think that's still really up in the air. Uh, or, no, who backs up Robinson? I think it ends up being Dest on the other side if he has mm-hmm. to, and then Joe Scally. I think the back four is not solid yet. I think that's somewhere that we need to spend a little bit more time. I mean, especially, think, do you think Tim Ream is going to make it? Who's obviously, you know, he's playing outstanding. He's great right yeah. now, but... I mean, another year, maybe two years at this level would be, I think, you know, at, at that age, quite literally being that age would <laughs> would be pretty awesome, even though Alexi thinks we're both 23, which is amazing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, th- I was thinking that, um, you know, and even, you know, does Brandon Vasquez get a get a chance? I don't think he was, you talk about a target man late in the game, someone, you know, because we talk about Ferreira gives is different. You know he's a shorter guy. He's he's gonna want to get get on the ball more. Where you look at Basket is more of a traditional, you know, traditional nine, get the mm-hmm. ball, stand the ball up into the six, and see what he can do. Is that somebody that when you bring the A team back with with the services boys can put in? Hey, is this a guy we need late in matches? We need a goal. You know the. Maron Fellaini, Jose Mourinho connection back, you know, just throw it up there with a six three guy who's clearly built like a brick like a brick house. blank house. Yeah. yeah. You know. Sorry, sorry, Mr. Whitaker. Well, I'm trying to clean I'm trying no, to clean the language up for your mom. Hey, you know, wait, so. wait, no, you're good. The funniest thing was my mom calls me after the last podcast, just a quick quick story, and she goes, That was amazing, it was incredible, like thanks mom, da da da. And she goes, You know what the best part was? And before she even <laughs> said it, I said, We didn't cuss once. And she's like, yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> but yes, uh, Brandon Vasquez, brick shit house. Do you um, um do you know who's you trying to cuss. get? Him? Do you know who's trying to get him? By the way, but Cincinnati Richard won't let Wadlock. him go. Yeah, yeah. Which means you would I, like I, him. I, which I, means you and Michael would like him then, because he'll be in Europe. It, exactly. <laughs> My, the, the thing I was just about to say is, I do think one of the things that I'm going to be paying really close attention to over the next year is. I personally still believe Valian's number one. I think Pepe's number two in there. And I think there's going to be a battle for three. And I don't know how he's going to construct the roster. Maybe we have a fourth striker. Who knows? I Whatever. But the development of those two guys in parallel is going to be interesting. I, I, I know that Ferreira's gotten some looks in Germany as well, um, based on a couple of errant stories that I've read. But I think they're battling for that third spot and then then would be able to push Pepe if he's not playing as well. But I do, I personally think playing style, I like the Vasquez situation better than, than like Ferreira, again, I don't want to shit on him. I think he's a good player. But someone who drops into midfield, I kind of like having our midfield work on their own and and circulating the ball and, and doing what they need to do. But I did say to Michael, I was like, is this is Jesus Ferreira actually just a really good center attacking mid and we're just not playing him there? I don't know. I mean, just, and you think about think about with Pulley and Way on the wings being able to put a ball into the box, you know, or, you know, uh, an Aronson getting the ball. I mean, any of those guys getting wide and putting a ball into the box late up top, 
Like if you need something, like I think that's such, that is something, especially in knockout competitions, you need that attribute of desperate. There, there's going to be moments of desperation. And as far as I'm looking at what Balagon is, how tall is he? Yeah, 5'10". I mean, he's the only striker over six foot. I think, Peppy's, right? Because Pepe's Pepe's six foot. Six foot. Well, yeah. But they're, but they're not target guys. They're to right. your point. Scoring with their head is not something that they do that often. And, and, and I think Vasquez, I if you can get good service to him, he's a big dude. Like he's he, yeah. and, he, and he, he, he's fearless. Even even when he had like he missed the net, he finds the ball. Which, you know what, to me is a win, especially coming from my Wolves background. It's just nice to see a striker just even touch the ball to kick. So, like, I don't know. He did everything right in my book. Yeah, I, I do think the the interesting developing that the U.S. needs to do moving forward is that back four, solidify that. Finding a backup to, to Robinson um, on that side. And then Reem, to our point, you know, he's getting older. Is he going to be there in um, 2026? I would hope not because that means that we did not do the right things to get center backs in there. And then that third striker position I think would be big. My my problem with Sands, and not to go back to this, but, like, the one thing I think we have figured out is that midfield. Like, it is... It is Adams, it is Musa, it is McKinney. Um, and then I think you start trying to figure out how to get Reyna in the middle. I still think that was incredible that Callahan set that up and how the chances we started there. So those are our thoughts. My thoughts, at least. I mean, I agree. Anything else? No, I mean, yeah. you're, I mean I'm not, when I say I love Sands, I'm not saying I expect him to crack the top like starting lineup right now. It's just It's good to have yeah. depth. Also, I mean, he's an MLS guy, so I'm never going to back that. Yeah. Um, Even when he plays for your team, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did you know I th- that? I think I, s- I... No, I didn't know that. <laughs> um, but I'm a, I'm a playoff NYCFC. I know you are. You know very, very well. Yeah. Uh, you might not make speaking it. Speaking of the MLS, uh, speaking of the MLS, there's bigger news than us calling out the MLS uh, against every other European club and talking to Lexi Wallace about it. They got a pretty good signing, Miami did, a last-place team in the East. I know that as well. Um, Sergio Busquets, kidding. It's Lionel Messi. Uh, He was announced, I believe, yesterday as well, Sunday. Um, And the one thing I wanted to ask is there's a lot of videos, a lot of pictures surfacing of him walking through a Publix down in Miami doing some shopping. He had some interesting things in his cart. One mainly being uh, he had the Lucky Charms box, which I'm sure is not sold in Europe because of you know standards. But what I wanted to ask you guys, you have the opportunity to plan the first day of meals for the greatest soccer player of all time coming to the United States. You get a breakfast, you get a lunch, you get a dinner, maybe a dessert. What is the most American day of eating that you guys would set up for this guy while shopping at public no oh because i was yeah, gonna say yeah, cause i was gonna say crab legs this is yeah <laughs> only only if there's only if they're stolen by Jameis winston um you get there is no holds bar you can be flying in stuff let's pretend this is fantasy world in your eyes if you're introducing someone to american food what what is breakfast lunch dinner and a dessert for you 
You're not gonna like my answer. Hey, you you got it? You going? Yeah, obviously you bring them the Cheesecake Factory that covers everything that's made in America. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> You're doing all three meals at the Cheesecake Factory? No, but I'm, okay, fine. Dinner's at Cheesecake Factory, because you can literally okay. choose anything as you can. Um, lunch, I would go do some, I don't know, Texas barbecue from somewhere. That's a heavy lunch, man. <laughs> he's not training that day. He's, Let him he's coming to America. Might as well learn how to get fat quick. Like, let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's get them all into this stuff. Um... And then I I want to say Crackle Barrel, but I'm not going to do that. Um, I <laughs> I think you bring them to a Waffle House for breakfast. Just give them the full experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you went restaurant with this, which I find really interesting because I was just going to do like certain dishes, but I like I don't know how, how to cook well this. enough to do that. So I need to go. I need to let okay. him choose what he wants. Like. Letting him yeah. read the novel that is the Cheesecake Factory's um, menu is a good thing. Yo, I, I don't think you're wrong, though. I mean, the NBA is notorious to saying that Cheesecake Factory is the most eaten meal on the road for NBA players because it's consistent. Yeah. And and it is yeah. a, a chapter book. You ever have Buffalo Blast, man? They're delicious. Oh, I actually I love the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> they, I hate the bad rap that it has. They deliver. Um, Nick, what's your... Uh, what's your Breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert, or you can be like Dylan and do dinner, lunch, breakfast. Oh, breakfast is definitely a pork roll, egg, and cheese from New Jersey. Oh my goodness. Gotcha. Not even a question. Um, I'm actually right there with you. I'm just doing a bacon, egg, and cheese on a, uh, everything. Yeah. That was my that was my thing, but go ahead. Lunch would, uh, whew. well, I know what I'd do for dinner. I'd go, Dylan made a poor choice going with Texas. I would get Joe's in Kansas City barbecue, the best barbecue there is. Um, That's a heavy meal. For dinner, it's fine. He's going to sleep right after. And then, uh, you know, and then lunch, since uh, since we'll be there, we got to get him a cheesesteak for lunch. Yeah, I like that. Where, where are you going? Is it that, is you, that which, or what, what cheesesteak place, Some Nick? New Haven pizza. What cheesesteak uh, place? John's Pork Roast. That's, I'm taking your word for That's it. That's fine, but get the name right if you're going to say it. Joe's Pork Roast? No. Oh, never mind. John's Roast Pork. John, all right, whatever. I'm sorry. I didn't sample every cheesecake place in Philly. It, if you got to do desserts, what do you think is the most American dessert for, for both of you guys? Toll House Cookie Pie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's very specific. I love that, Dylan. Well, I guess I can't say an ice cream sandwich cake now. Uh, <laughs> You're selling them now? I mean, I don't know. Ice cream. Just out of topical <laughs> news stories today, ice cream. Yeah, are you talking about the CNN report that yeah. America yes. doesn't like ice cream? I had ice, I had Danielle ice, can go buzz off. I, man. I had ice cream six man. days in a row last week, so uh, it's my it's my favorite food in the entire world. Ice cream at CNN, fake news as always. All right, mine is very sandwich based. I I wanted. I knew I could do barbecue, but I was like, I think someone's going to pick it. So I was like, I'm not going to gonna roll there. I'm doing, uh, like I said, bacon, egg, and cheese on and everything for breakfast. I think for lunch, you do a crab roll. Or not a crab roll, a lobster roll from like the Northeast. That's fair. I think that's oh. very American. Market price. Uh, a little butter on there. What's that? Market price. Yeah, that, hey, he can, he can afford it based on this contract. Um, 
And then since he's in Miami, it's not really a dinner, but my favorite sandwich in the world is a Cuban. I think it's a great way to introduce him there. And I think dessert has to be like a, 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 a brownie sundae or some, something from like an old confectionery style like setup, soda jerk place that's still around. Um, you you laughed at me. You basically got the same dessert except that I put a cookie and you put a brownie. No, I, I think I was laughing because you were specific. Like it was, it was Toll House. Well, I don't know. That's what they call it. That's what it is at the restaurant. There, there was a place growing up that had a really good Toll House cookie pie, and I think that's what he's okay. going off of. I, I slapped I, Dylan's spoon so he would drop the last piece one time with my spoon so I could get it. That that's how, that's how good brother, it was. Big brother behavior. Um, when you said that, I envisioned, you know, like going to the mall in the 90s where there was that like cookie They're still there. places. I They're was, still there. I was thinking about that. Okay. <laughs> Have, haven't been to a mall in forever. Um, Messi, the one thing we know is if we're his dietitian, he's getting fat pretty quick. Uh, let's do this last section I wanted to talk about. Michael and I, a few pods back, we broke down some transfers, and we gave him grades. Since we talked U.S. men's national team, I wanted to get your guys' take on grades from the sense of the player itself. Are they going to get to play? Do you think they're a fit? That type of thing. Are you excited for them to go there? You can give whatever reason it is. Let's start U.S., and then I do have a few that are... Premier League base that I want to ask as well. First things first, I think it's the biggest news out of everyone in the U.S. Pulisic to AC Milan. Um, there's already videos out of him training with them. It looks like he's picking up some Italian. Um, already joked that they can call him whatever he wants just because they're close to Croatia. He's changed how you pronounce his last name, I saw as well. Um, Nick, I'll go to you first. How do you like the fit? Are you excited for him? to be in uh, the red and black in Italy. Uh, yeah, I got to give it an A-. Um, I think it's a great transfer just because he wasn't playing, period. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think just just from that perspective is great. I mean, it's tough. You got to follow up uh, the line, Zlatan, with number 11. It's always tough to be the first guy to wear the... Uh, but, uh, I saw that too. Yeah. I saw that too. I, but he just, again, like any big transfer... You're going to be revitalized. The guy that obviously knows how to play can play the game well. He should get an opportunity to play. You know, uh, Milan had a few teams, a few players, attacking players that had left. So it's a positive. And with, as I'm sure we'll get to in a second, his fellow U.S. men's national team teammate will be there. Will help uh, smooth over any concerns or which, fears. Which of, one? Yeah, what are you talking about? Didn't Tim? Isn't Wayak? Oh, he's going to Juve. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, my bad. My bad. All right, my bad. I mean, there, there's some rumors about two I'll others showing up, but I didn't know if. Yeah. The, I was like, you know, something we don't know. Yeah. No, I was. I was. I was, like, I was, I was making like, sure you were paying attention. Duh. Yeah. Um, now we, we're a minus. I think. I think it's great just because because just sheer playing time. Which when he yeah. you know when, when he plays, he's damn good. Yep. Dylan. An A, because Olivier Giroud. Um, they link up like no other, and we're going to get Lockdown Pulisic back, and I'm very excited for that. Great point. I think people forget that during during COVID, uh, he was running rampant, and I think he was playing with Drew a ton. The other thing that I uh, was reading is he's going to be opposite of Liao, most likely, in the starting 11 if he gets there. He's also going to get minutes at 
the center attacking position where he always says he feels the most comfortable just because Brahim Diaz is now back in uh, Real Madrid and Drew, yes, will probably play, but I mean, he's getting up there in age as well. So I think I was a B and reading some of the stuff, I was a B plus. So we're all around the same range, B plus to, to A minus to A. Um, let's stay in Italy. Nick, you kind of exposed the next one. Tim Weah um, heading to Juve. Dylan, I'll start with you. Uh, just to punish Nick. I'm going to give it a B. Okay. Mostly because I don't know. I think he's going to play. I'm just afraid they take away what makes him fun as a player. Like, it, there's a chance all of a sudden they have him playing, like, let's say, right back or something like that. Instead, just because that's what, what's their coach's name, whatever he does. It's I should know this, but it's whatever. He, do, it, he does this. So, like, I... I, I, I'm afraid he might get, like, I don't think it's, I think he'll get playing time. I'm just afraid he's going to get handcuffed and not be able to be the player we see when we're watching on the national team. I hope that's not the case, but I think it's a good step up for him um, in terms of, like, progressing his career. It just, I hope he gets to be the same player, which is why I made it a B. Yeah, Massimo Allegri is, was, is really high on him. I think that's why he ended up in there. Uh, Nick, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I had the same. I think it's exciting. It's it's obviously getting to play at a huge uh, historic club is really exciting. Um, no European football, um, so playing time may or may not might impact playing time. Obviously, um, but Allegri is the concern I share with Dylan is he's been he's notorious for playing the old school Italian '90s style of you know the more defensive minded, which may or may not stunt. Most likely, could possibly so. I'd give it a B. I'm with Dylan there. I think it's I think it's a great opportunity, um, but a little con- there is a little bit more concern for a step back or not allowing to grow as much as we would like. I'm gonna shock you all. A plus. Uh, I'm I'm an A minus with this one. Uh, I actually think it's a positive. So everything that I've read and I have read a lot about this because now I'm I am fully bought into Tim Weah as one of my favorite. U.S. Men's National Team It players. took you this long? I think, yeah, no, <laughs> I've always been there, but now I'm expressing it on pod, which makes it official. Um, I understand your guys' hesitancy. I do think the dynamicness, which I said on the last pod and is still not a word, um, is the difference maker for Wea. I think he's quick and powerful off the ball and on the ball and can run. He's going to basically take all of Quadrado's minutes that is not at Juve anymore. He's going to play a ton. He is going to play probably wing back a little bit more. But I think it's going to be key for us as the U.S. men's national team because when we need to put a game away, we put him there. And he's done very well. That's actually where he played for Will as well. Um, and I think that he's going to get opportunities on counterattacks to, to play offensively. And I think if he can actually bring that element to our team as well, just in the transition, it'll it'll be huge. It'll be huge for us. Um, Brendan Aronson, the, the Philly guy, going to Berlin. Nick, what are your initial thoughts there outside of the badges trash? Uh, n- not a believer that you can give more than 100% on anything. Um, so I'm going to give this an A plus with extra credit. Just know that's how excited I am for him. That it's, it's not possible to go more than 100. But I think the fact that you he got relegated, 
was going to be playing in the championship and now is going to get the opportunity to play Champions League football. Obviously had an outstanding uh, first appearance for them, scoring, uh, putting a ball in the back of the net. Um, and as we, we said last week, American players tend to do pretty well in Germany. I think that they wouldn't bring him in alone if they didn't think he could do something for them. And also, they're yeah. obviously going to be playing a lot more games than they're used to, so they're going to expect him to play. And he's going to get some really valuable experience. This is this is probably the winner uh, of the entire uh, team. In your mind. Yeah, Love it. definitely. Dylan, he's he's a former Philly Union guy. What do you give in this one? Um, I'll give it an A as well for a lot of what Nick said. Like, going from the championship and getting relegated to playing some Champions League football is not a bad thing. Um, he gets to play against his brother now as well. So I think that's always good just for the Aronson family to not have to make multiple trips to different countries. They can just go hang out in Germany, which is always nice for the fam. Um, so, And I think his game translates well to the Bundesliga, in my opinion. So I, I think it's going to be a, a, a good experience for him. I agree. I appreciate, you know, Dylan's the heart and soul of this podcast, always thinking with empathy for, for other people and for families, getting to stay in Germany, making it easy on them. Um, hopefully Paxton also gets some development because 2026, man, people forget it's two and a half years away. You could have two Aronsons on the U.S. men's national team, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he's a stud, by the way. He scored in their first exhibition match, in case you weren't following. No, yeah, they, they, they both look like they're going to acclimate pretty well. I know, I mean... Brendan was in Salzburg before. I, I got a feeling that he's more familiar coming from the Austrian Bundesliga the, to then Bundesliga than it was transitioning into Premier League. So I think that he's probably going to fit in really well there. Uh, let's go to the Premier League real quick. Nick, I'm going to start with you. I don't even – Dylan, you can throw in your two cents, but Michael and I did make some disparaging comments about uh, the loan – not the loan anymore. I think you got Onana, right? But yes. one of the only – pieces of business man united did but i gotta get your take mason mount what grade is this fucking stupid (laughs) and he's back no sense it makes no sense Uh, like like i get it hey you know what he's a solid player he'll he's someone that if we want to do something a little bit different or you know casemiro or bruno tend to you know run their mouths or tackle somebody too hard with card it's depth for that but he, if like, you know, if, if a 10 out of 10 is I'm going absolutely bonkers jumping through the walls, I'm at a five. Um, okay. Yeah. No, I'm not. I think what you guys said, like, it's like, like, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, this is the first signing we're making. This is what we're, we don't need to fill. I think exactly you're right. We don't need to fill that. We need a striker. We need a center back. And obviously we got a keeper. So we're good there. But striker should have yeah. been. The first thing, so yeah, whatever, it's fine. It's it's squad depth. There we go. It's squad depth. I feel better now. Go. I feel better. <laughs> Dylan, any thoughts? Blazers in. They're just great businessmen, really doing what's best yeah. for the club. They're the freaking <laughs> worst, dude. <laughs> Love it, um, Dylan. You mentioned the Wolves doing a little bit of business. Get, give us the rundown on on who's coming your side. Uh, I'm currently in the process of a of a I'm coming home. Uh, YouTube video for Matt Dowtry. Um, Love it. When there's financial fair play, you make some big signings for free, and oh boy, are the Wolves doing it, so watch out. Um, got some defensive depth. Um, 
there's a lot of talks I see of us potentially getting people that I know isn't going to happen. So um, I think this is the only thing we're going to do. And apparently Nottingham Forest wants uh, Saw, which because uh, Nick won't give up Henderson. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I think this might be the last season we see the Wolves in the Premier League base of where we're at. Not very happy about things. Uh, the good news is a lot of teams around us are getting weakened, in my opinion. And I would very much like West Ham to pay $80 million for Polina. Um, any, any ceremony, any pouring out of liquor, alcohol to, to see Adama trauma leave? Did he sign somewhere officially? Not yet. I I believe he's still a free agent. Um, I haven't done it yet. Whenever it happens, I don't know. That's my first ever Wolf's jersey. I gotta figure out what to do with that thing. Um. Burn it. Burn it. I'm not burning it. it. I'll burn it if he goes somewhere. And scores twenty goals and learned how to like actually do a cross. That's where I would burn it. That's where I'd be really upset. Like, like if 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 if, if do, he's I, been sitting on all of this the entire time and it just comes out this next year, I'll be so upset. <laughs> the anti um, the anti met basically. The one other deal I wanted to ask you guys about, and we're gonna get to our predictions probably. Oh man, it might be next pod for for the table or the pod after that, but. Newcastle, they got Sandro Tonali. You guys may know a little bit about him, you may not, but he he runs in the defensive midfield. He's a pretty good player. Um, that midfield for Newcastle is going to be interesting and fun to watch and see if they can gel. Any thoughts on on that one? See, Nick, we'll we'll start with you. I mean, I don't I, I don't know anything about him, but I mean. I'm more shocked that they sold St. Maximin um, and some of the stuff they're doing, not to shift the gears, but I I don't know anything about this guy, so I can't even I can't even attempt to try to fake a fake an answer here on this one. I'm not gonna oh, lie to you. That's, that's all right, Dylan. Any thoughts? Um, called a hunch. I don't think it's gonna work out. Um, based off of the video, uh, I don't know if you saw it of. His wife and him doing a tour, Mm-mm. and his wife <laughs> <laughs> saying, "This is this is nicer than Milan, no?" And he just goes, "No, Milan was nicer." <laughs> and then, like, I've never seen someone more upset to become a Geordie in my life. I like from going from Milan to Newcastle. I, I think there's a major culture shock that I don't know. I'm sure he'll be fine. They're paying a lot of money, but I I, I wouldn't be shocked if it's a short honeymoon. I think I'll have yeah. a tough. I think I'll have a tough time finding a Dolce and Cabana on the corner to go shopping with on his day on his days off. They're going to. They're in the Europa Europa League though, so he'll be able to try. No, they're in Champions League. He'll be able to He's in Champions League. He'll figure it out. He'll get it on the on the off days. Um, the other thing, yeah, I saw that too, Dylan. Um, it's it's tough for him because I I have been following him a decent amount over the past couple of years. He is a pretty very good player. I think it's a, a good signing. He did not want to leave Milan. Like he's a Milan. Like he came up through the youth academy and everything. Um, and then also, just a quick note: St. Maxim not gone yet. They're just talking. They're just putting feelers out there, Nick. But St. Maxim not gone yet. Don't don't don't. I thought that I saw. I thought I thought I saw a here we go with it. I thought I saw a here we go. It, it might be a here we go confirm that they're both talking but he's he's still a, a newcastle player as as we record right now 
Well, I saw, um, they also made a huge offer for um, the stri- the other striker from Napoli. Um, o- Oshiman? No, not him. Oshiman. The other one. Uh, Kavaradana? Yeah, I would say that. there's a lot of contents there that I can't. But yeah, they put up like yeah. $87 million, I think, for him. Yeah, that'd be a good pickup too. Newcastle making moves. I making also moves. saw. I also saw. There's the rumor. Did you see the rumor about the Saudi players getting loaned out? I did. Like Neves coming I to Newcastle. That, yeah. Kareem, Kareem Benzema and oh yeah. yeah. Of course they are. Yeah. Chelsea's doing. I shady also saw stuff. that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo just you know, ironically, on the same weekend that Lionel Messi is announced for the MLS uh, for Inter Miami says that the Saudi league is so much better than the MLS that his that Ronaldo's window's closed in Europe but the best league is the Premier League and the Saudi league is better than MLS odd that that's when this came out did you um, wait, did, did you did you see what happened to him today no what happened well well the going with that quote he said it's uh, my time the quality in Europe has has gone down so my window is closed okay narcissist too um yeah. Yeah. They lost 5-0 to Celta Vigo today. Brother. He is... (laughs) Like, this is the thing I have to ask, and I know we we wanted to wrap here because we were going under an hour and I was proud of us, but we live in a world where he can't do anything after he retires, right? He's He literally signed a contract to be the Saudi push for 2030. Like, he's going to be there and he's there. Did you not see what he just said? Soccer. Did you not listen to what John just said? About the Saudi League and MLS? Did, did you not just listen I must to what John cut, did? I must have cut No, it. I'll oh, be I, honest. No, I, I, no, I'll, I apologize. That's on me. I was trying to find something because since we're talking about Newcastle, I wanted to throw something down Nick's throat, and I just found it. Um, <laughs> Got it. So, but I don't want to – I just Go clearly ahead. steamrolled this conversation, so my bad. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're good. But let's get the, the last Newcastle fact before I ask if you have any bets. Um, I do, by the way. Um – I just want to compare some signings and how much money was spent by Newcastle and by Man United, if if that's okay. Do it. Onana, forty-five million. Pope, ten million. Casemiro, sixty million. Tonali, fifty-five million. Mason Mount, fifty-five million. Um, Bruno, forty million. Oof. Sancho seventy six million, Isaac sixty five million, Oof. Anthony eighty two million. I don't agree with this one because I don't think. Well, they're both bad. Anthony eighty two million, Gordon forty five million. This is where it gets fun. Maguire eighty million, Scar three million, uh, Trippier twelve million. Uh, Can you just Wampasaka, get to Wampasaka fifty million? Just tell me that we that we spent way much more money more money on. Less players that aren't as good. Yeah, I won't say the last two. But yes, essentially, um, good business and bad business. But I, I think you guys will figure it out at some point. Shout out to the Glazers. Shout out Sorry, to the Glazers. I, I just had to throw um, that in there. Also, not not trying to big up a guy, but Anthony Anthony Gordon. Anthony Gordon, yeah, right? I was saying Gordon. Um, Gordon is, if you start scoring, they'll call him Gordon there. Uh, L, L. Gordon. Uh, U21 World Cup uh, most valuable player whatever it was did you guys see that we'll see how that translates <laughs> I mean, you yeah, can pour some acne fun. some acne medicine jeez oh, alright that's mean 
That's mean. People struggle with that. Name. Sorry, I'm. You're right. I'm sorry. You're Come right. on the pod, I'm sorry. Dylan. Dylan, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Dylan, yeah, I'll clip. Let me clip that so we can get Anthony Gordon on the pod, bro. <laughs> actually, don't. Yeah, actually, really. don't. I'll tell you why you shouldn't later, but it's cool. Um, all right, Dylan, you got some bets. It's it's the dead of summer, or however you want to describe it. So there's not much going on. But I'll say us, MLS is on break until August 20th too. Um, oh shit! Yeah. For real? Oh, they got the the league's cup. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I was looking for bets. Nick, this one's for you. They already posted um, there's only one team you can bet on to win the MLS next year, and it's Inter-Miami. They already have those odds up. I, I, did I, t- I told you that I took you them You did to this, win year. this year. They're at 18 points. Good job. Um, plus 300 next year if you want them, Nick. Well, I, I, don't know well. I think it's terrible value, but um, that's there for you. Though The one I'm taking is Slimpy List. Uh, winner of the 2023 Women's World Cup, USA plus 250. If you do this with DraftKings, you can opt in. And as long as you, whoever you take to win it all, you get $5 for every goal that they score in the, um, uh, group stage. So even if somehow we don't win, I'm pretty positive you can get your money back, um, from that one. Uh, yeah, I think the Vietnam game will be... Like 9 nothing. Yeah. Uh, they the the World Cups expanded to thirty two teams for the first time this year, so I think there's going to be some interesting teams in there that aren't going to be uh, up to snuff. So I think that's actually a really great bet for sure. Golden Boot Trinity Rodman. I uh, should look that one up actually. Yeah, I like that. I like the I like the Trinity Rodman bet. Um, I hope that. Uh, it's going to be fun. I ordered my women's U.S. national team jersey yesterday. It's supposed to get here before we head off to Philly Friday. Um, Which one? The I got the I got the paint splatter. That's a nice. good one. I, I like that blue one, though, but I want to get a, a men's player. I didn't get a player on the back for the women's side. I support all women. Um, so you, you and I, John, can wear our women's, women's World Cup shirts together. Love it. Dylan, what you I got just there? found... We have the same. Do we want to do the same thing during the Women's World Cup and just keep tally? Um, we can do over under on goals, corners, and cards. If 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 we want to dabble. Ooh, what is it? So the tournament goal. I haven't done any research on this. Uh, over under two eighteen and a half. I think I'm going to take the over. Because I think to your point that that's every that's every, every game. game. I think you're gonna have lopsided oh, yeah. games let's, like we were talking about. Let's yeah, let's hammer. That. All right, we're taking the over there. Corners. I mean, we're obviously taking the over, so we're gonna need over six hundred twenty-five and a half. <laughs> yep. Okay. I don't know how we're gonna keep track of cards. To be completely honest, that's gonna be a tough one. I'm gonna have to Google those while we go through. Over one seventy-five and a half. Over under. Let's just take over on all let's three. Take the over on all yeah. of them. All right, yeah. Perfect. So lock those in as well. Love it. Perfect. All right. We got the Women's World Cup coming up. Like I said at the top, we're going to be in Philly this weekend. Come find us. Uh, if you listen, we'd love to put you on the podcast and interview you and ask you some questions. Um, Dylan, it's been a few weeks since we've been able to close the pod out with a joke. Do you got anything for us? So you mentioned it's the dog days of summer, and unfortunately, I know you guys are baseball people, but I'm not. So... Um... What time is it when a soccer team chases a baseball team? 
11 after 9. Cheers. The NAFTA podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit.